Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bell Star. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Good morning and welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. It is, oh my God, it's October 3rd already. Ooh, the ghosties are out and they're cruising around and they're here. They're here at Weed Day Wednesday. So it's going to be a good show. How is everybody doing today? Kind of rainy out. It's really nice and cool on. We don't get that a whole lot. Um, Phoenix is getting drenched. I hear there's like record breaking rainfall up there and. Lots of floods and accidents. What's that? Yeah, they're rescuing people. They they have a saying, turn around, don't drown, because people don't pay attention and uh, they just go right into these washes and they flood up and they're six feet under pretty soon. And there's helicopters having to come get you. And Well, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. <laughs> yes, it's a very magical show. Magic, Oh, so it's a little decaf cappuccino. I know you're wondering why. It's don't even. It's just so semantic of the show. All right, welcome to Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Yeah, lots going on. Flooding in Phoenix. Everybody stay safe and just don't go out. It's like when we lived in uh, New York and there was you'd look out the window because it's snowing so hard you can't even see to the edge of your driveway. You're like, yeah, I'm not going across those bridges, and they'd be like, yeah, just the ninety. So anyway, no. Not a good thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, what's everyone smoking this morning? I think I had some pineapple kush earlier. That was nice. So we got to get Silver Sister hooked up. Um, there's a plethora. There's some cheese. There's mango kush. There's granddaddy purple. Don't do the um, caramelicious. Mango kush. All right. Oh, you know, yeah, pineapple kush is in here. So, you, yeah, mix it with the mango. It's always a good thing to mix your mango. Um, let's see if we've got any chatters out there. I didn't even launch my little chat session yet. I'm, I'm a little slightly afraid to do anything on here for fear we'll just get hung up on. <laughs> oh, see? And here it is. You need to update your Flash Player by clicking this link. Oh, boy. Here we go. Updating. We don't know what's happening. Anyway, we're trying to get our uh, our bloggers on here this morning so we can say Hello. 
Um, did anybody catch, uh, well, you know what, before we start talking about all sorts of stuff, let's just say thank you so much to Tumbleweeds Health Center, 482060 Broadway Boulevard for hosting the show in Studio C every week. Cannabis Kid is in a wedding, golf clap for weddings uh, in South Dakota. Maybe he's going to see uh, Clammy James, <laughs> or at least the ghost does. Speaking of ghosties, it's a good time, you just might. Um, we'd also like to thank the Grower's House, uh, the best place to get all your your goodies for growing, whether it's strawberries, uh, black-eyed peas. Seriously, folks, they grow the best here in, in Arizona. If you grow them black-eyed peas, if you like them growing, it's easy to grow here. You know what else is really easy to grow? Remember all those community gardens? We, we, we used to live by a community garden, and uh, lettuce grows really well. Yeah, lettuce, all sorts of things. It was just like mounds of lettuce out there, so... Get your lettuce growing uh, kits over at the grower's house. And they just moved to a nice, big, spacious new building. They moved again. They sound like tumbleweeds. <laughs> it's like, where's Waldo? Well, where's grower's house? <laughs> so they got a nice, big, new, they've got uh, a lot of inventory to keep track of. So they had to get even a bigger warehouse. And that we knew when they moved in there. We could see it was big, but just not big enough because they're growing. They're grower's house. Anyway, and also we're going to give a shout out to uh, Canna Health Online Digital Magazine. They're really awesome. You don't have to go anywhere but where you are to check them out. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. Profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Sorry about that, but we had to do a little sharing. The people sister is slayed. <laughs> Ah, uh, she can't move, but uh, shiny green shoes should get her up and going. All right, where the heck are my readers? We're going to do some reading today. Um, anyway, let's see, where was I? Um, I did get to a dispensary. I went to uh, Prime Leaf, 4220 East Speedway. Very impressed, very clean. Um, I was pretty overwhelmed with their selection. It's the way they had the products displayed was it was really hard to see each product because they were displayed very low, like maybe a two-year-old at a two-year-old level. Literally, they were displayed uh, in, in in display cases, and um, they, it was just kind of it was just it was really overwhelming because there was there was a lot. So for the my friend asked me to go with her. I, this was the first time I'd been in there, and I, um, I'm glad I went. But a friend asked me to go because she's brand new to all of this. And I'm so glad I went because I was able to uh, steer her in the right direction. Of She wanted edibles, and that's a really – they've got 180-milligram and 250-milligram candy bars down there that will tank a rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah. For real, and uh, they did have some five milligram candies, and they had some ten milligram 
Oh, and they had some seven milligram gummies. Um, yesterday was a good day. My friend got a lot of stuff for super cheap yesterday. <laughs> we got lucky. There was a promotion. Someone was giving away gummies. And so she tried, because I, we really, really recommend little, little doses. Dr. Oz is what we want to talk about as well next. So she got a seven milligram square. It's about, about the size of a quarter. Um, but a quarter's round. I know. <laughs> so she cut it in half. So she had three and a half milligrams, and she ate it on her way back home. She wasn't driving. Golf clap for that. Don't drive in cannabis. <laughs> Don't drive in cannabis. Don't drive in edible. Um, because by the time she got home, she said she was feeling a little heady, uh, which was fine. It was okay with her. Um, and she still had the rest of the day, but she was very, very glad that we recommended such a small dose because had she taken even the seven milligrams, that would have been too much. And they start you out at five and 10 milligram pieces. And I asked very specifically if, if we were to cut one of those pieces up of the little gel candy squares, uh, are you still getting the same amount? So their answer was yes. Um, these were infused with a distillate, so it wasn't sprayed on. Um, so it was infused, which meant that you were getting per square what they said you were getting per square. So um, I still don't know. I mean, and I'm sure it's pretty blended. I'm sure it's a pretty blended mix. So I would hope that within that one square, if you did take just half, you'd only get half the milligrams you were supposed to. Um, but she just got a couple different products to start with to see the effects. And it's a good idea to take somebody uh, that you know and trust that knows medicine because we got really lucky. There was a young lady down there. I didn't catch her name. I'll have to call and get it. But she was really fantastic. Uh, and I'm glad that we sent people there because they were really nice. They have a nice big waiting room. They'll let you go in together because I asked if we could go in so I could show her. I didn't get anything. I just, you know, you still have to present your card and fill out a little bit of paperwork. Uh, just, you know, name, address, email kind of stuff. Real simple. Not, not anything to bark about. Um, but it was it was a nice place, so we're gonna golf clap for the family. We give them a thumbs up. So we'll send you down there, and it's it's good to know it's you know, and we really um, need to get to all the dispensaries and just say hello and and get get our Tumbleweeds Health Center information out there. So let's get over to the website. You go to Tumbleweeds Health Center dot com, and you go and you want to know what conditions qualify here. We had someone call on the phone um, at Tumbleweed yesterday, which is 520-838-4430, and they wanted to know if they had a medical card from uh, Minnesota or some other state, sorry with an M, um, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, what else we got? One of those five, pick one, anyone, pick one of them. Missouri. He had a card for seizures only, and he could only take capsules there. So he wondered if he flew out with his capsules, would he be legal? And I said, well, the minute you fly, although you are up in the air, we don't know about that ozone layer. Um, <laughs> but, 
you know, if you're taking your capsules and you come here, Arizona is a reciprocal state in that you can use your medicine here. Um, you just can't purchase medicine here. So if somebody else had capsules that they wanted to just give you, that would be okay. They could do that. So the qualifying conditions for Arizona are PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, a chronic or debilitating disease. So let's go back. Agitation of Alzheimer's. Does that include dementia? Is dementia a part of Alzheimer's? Is Alzheimer's part of dementia? How does that go? You're... They're two different things? I thought one was associated with the other. No? So you don't necessarily have dementia if you're... Or, okay. So agitation of Alzheimer's, that's just the symptoms of Alzheimer's, which can be anything. I mean, you could lose your teeth, you could cry, you could eat, eat things you're not supposed to, uh, wander off, forget yourself, forget your own... Uh, forget your your people's name. Um, chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe or persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. All right. 520-838-4430. Give us a call. Um, THC Tucson at gmail.com or just go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. We're all over the place these days. You can find us in Natural Awakenings Magazine, Tucson Lifestyle Magazine. We're getting ready to make some announcements in the Green Valley, Sarita, Sierra Vista, Elfrida, give it up for Elfrida. We're going to Elfrida. You guys are getting ready for your cannabis cards. I know it secretly, though, because Elfrida doesn't like cannabis. Mm. They go, we're not going to have it in these parts. But you are, and you do. That's all right. You'll admit it later. Um, okay. So did anybody watch uh, Dr. Oz yesterday? Dr. Oz invited Dr. Sanjay Gupta um, and then they also invited another doctor um, who talked about CBD and said something really, really cool uh, about our endocannabinoid system uh, and why we feel so good when we use CBD. That's the big guard dog out there. So he, uh, he was talking about this other doctor. I'm not sure the other doctor's name, but he said something. Um, he said, so because... We have an endocannabinoid system. It means we have receptors all over our body, which is why you, it helps so many things. And that made, I just want a golf clap for that because 
that made me feel okay about the little printout we have in our office that says CBD is good for all of these things. You can have cancer or HIV or headaches or Crohn's or seizures or Parkinson's or what else? Neuropathy or stomach ache or nausea or insomnia or and we've got this list and it goes on and on. I just feel like step right up. It's <laughs> the next contestant in the CBD game, and it made total sense because we have the receptors everywhere. It can help everything. We will talk about for that. Um, they did talk about that nationally. CBD is illegal. However, statewide, um, all, well, statewide, 48 states right now are saying it's legal for them. Yes. So that means for states' rights, it's actually being sold in 50 states, but there are 48 states claiming it's legal for them. So interestingly enough, um, that was said. And he did have, he had a whole, he had a wide array of products from vaporizers to um, skincare lotion, tinctures, gummy bears, things I didn't even know what were out there. And he asked Dr. Sanjay Gupta which one um, he would, you know, if, if they were really beneficial or if, if he would, you know, sell one of these. And he said while he knows CBD is beneficial, he wouldn't recommend buying any of them. Not until... They get, you know, real FDA approval, uh, not just for the, you know, drug of their choice. The other thing that Dr. Um, Dr. Oz said that I'm going to, and I'm pretty sure it was Dr. Oz. I was going to try and look it up on the computer. Um, but I think it's NBC. I'm not sure what channel his show's on. I go back and forth, you know, because, you know, we've got Ellen and... Um, that was yesterday? Yeah. Um, so he said, I believe it was Dr. Oz, he said uh, that two milligrams wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. And that's, that's wrong because it makes a huge difference. Uh, microdosing right now is, is what we talk about, which is why my friend was so glad I went with her yesterday. Because imagine if she'd eaten like one or two of those squares. And those candy bars look good. I mean, you know, you can't, sometimes you just don't want to stop and you eat the whole thing. And the next thing you know, you've eaten 150 milligrams of something. And you, you they, you know, the lady was explaining that one of her friends did that. He was so, and for three days, he was just too inundated with cannabis, just sleeping. You know, just couldn't really do much. <laughs> Which is how I felt when I took only 15 milligrams of a, Tootsie roll thing, but I took it first thing on an empty empty stomach in the morning without eating. And I always advise people to start their uh, cannabis or CBD hemp regime breakfast, lunch, and dinner, just so that they're they're getting a little food with it in case they have a reaction. Because some people are very sensitive to to medicines or plants or, or anything. So we always recommend that you. Um, Take a little food with it. It's better for your belly. Um, so, yeah, check that out. And I think during the break we're going to try and find it. We'll take a break here in a few minutes, but we'll try and find it and see if we can't air it because it's only a few minutes long, I think. It's about seven minutes maybe. How long does it say it is? Does it, say, does it show up from yesterday's CBD 
Sanjay Gupta. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll find it. We'll find the right one during the break and we'll play it. But here's some fun stuff. So we get mailed these really cool magazines. And then every time I go to Sprouts, I get really excited now because I go running up and down the, uh, <laughs> the magazine aisle looking for the giant pot leaves that are out there now. Even Walgreens, you go into Walgreens and you, you look and there's just, I love it. Giant pot leaves everywhere. They're all over the place. We Newsweek special, um, modern marijuana, and those are the those are the last three I found in the last two weeks um, at the grocery store. It's really really awesome to me because you know it was like high times or porn. You couldn't find it. <laughs> We have a cool story of the history of the Ganja Goddess. But first, we're going to just give you all some little stats and facts just for fun. Um, and this is coming from, uh, this is September. Woo-hoo! Even though I know it's October, we do have a September issue of Cannabis Business Times. And I'm sure that October 1 is on its way. And we want to thank you and MG uh, for the Cannabis Professionals. We want to thank you guys for sending us magazines uh, every month that we can share with our patients. And uh, that we share with you on air because we read them all up here and then we take them back to the health center uh, and let all our patients read them. And sometimes they, uh, those little boogers, wipe them all up. <laughs> but that's okay. I think if you're stealing education, it's not such a bad thing. Don't steal our goodies. All right. Here we go. Up front, fast, stat. Toxic. There's a big old crossbow and skeleton toxic sign. 588, the number of calls the California Poison Control Center received about people 19 and under ingesting cannabis or cannabis products in 2017. Okay, so we need to find out from the California Poison Control Center how many people aged 19 and under ingested opiates in 2017. You could find that out. As my bestie would say, GTS, I'm going to say Google that stuff. <laughs> All right, 15,545. Number of calls the California Poison Control Center received about people 19 under, oh, <laughs> ingesting aspirin, Tylenol, Advil, analgesics. There you go, 15,545. We didn't even have to GTS that stuff. Wow, wow, wow. So there are 588 calls out cannabis, a substance that cannot kill you. Yes, it can be a scary ride. But there are almost 16,000 calls about analgesics. Is that how you say it? Tylenol, Advil, aspirin, Excedrin, Motrin, Aleve, uh, and then all the generic versions of all these things and everything else I don't I don't take so I don't ooh baby aspirin that's funny because you get to chew it <laughs> eighty one milligrams four five low doses fifty six point six percent THC average potency of cannabis concentrate products in Colorado during two thousand fourteen sixty eight point six percent THC, average potency of cannabis concentrates products in Colorado during 2017. Wow. They went up quite a bit. So I wonder what they're going to be for this year. Now, I don't know. 
if any of you have dabbed anything or inhaled anything with over 50% THC, but it's it's um, it's very interesting. It's very overwhelming. We'll <laughs> say once again, it's just an overwhelming feeling that a lot of people. I I I didn't necessarily want to have that <laughs> feeling of you know. It's kind of like your whole body just goes whoosh. You know, you you think about the bomb times 100, and it's just a lot. 16.4% THC average potency of Canada's flower products in Colorado in 14, compared to 19.6% THC average potency in Canada's flower in 2017. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good rate. 3% rate. Yeah. All right. A little under 20% of the state rate of THC levels. That's pretty high, though. Almost 20% THC in the flower content. That's pretty good. Okay, here we go. Um, this is the number of MMJ job postings. Uh, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New York, and California. Yay. In Pennsylvania, through June of 2017... There were 17. Through June of 2018, there were 82. That was a 382% growth rate just for Pennsylvania alone, for job posting, for the pot industry. Massachusetts, through June of 2017, they posted 23 job postings and 84 job postings through June of 2018 at a 265% growth rate. In New York, through June of 17, they posted 67 job postings, and now they're up to 155 job postings at 131% growth rate. Golf clap for those guys. California had a 407 job postings through June of 2017. Through June of 2018, they had a 363 job postings, which is a negative 11%. They're saturated, folks. They are super, super saturated. So if you want to get into the industry, you better go to Pennsylvania. <laughs> I know. I can't and uh, I thought we had another one of those. All right. Well, I think it's time, everyone, to just take a little break, and we're going to listen to our favorite song. Puff, 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 puff.
But shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking it. About to go and get some munchies next. Passing up on those cracker jacks. Reese's pizzas are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda pop. Cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys. Yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real. Ask your grandpa. Can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix. Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos. I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's. And then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, aw, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old so it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop. Dr. Oz special, and they have ads. I hate that. I can't even believe that they're all over. Like I'm getting like weird calls from Russia and, and South Dakota, and uh, you know, all these different places are calling my cell phone and talking about schools I don't have and other things. The Russians didn't leave a message, so <laughs> they just called. <laughs> I didn't call them back. Maybe I should have. All right, let's see if this works here. Here we go. CBD oil. Now, it comes from the cannabis plant, and many believe it can help with everything from anxiety and chronic pain to diabetes, even cancer. We're in the midst of a CBD oil boom. The product's popping up everywhere. Today, Dr. Sanjay Gupta is here to investigate what exactly is CBD oil, and does it live up to the hype? 
But first, I ask correspondent Marsha Abacampo to find out how big CBD has truly become. CBD, if you haven't heard of it yet, you probably will soon. The natural herb is taking the health world by storm, with sales of the new supplement expected to grow 700% in the next two years. Wow, you just see great review after great review. I mean, people seem to love this stuff. 4,000 reviews, four and a half stars. Short for cannabidiol, CBD is a component of the cannabis plant. Yep, cannabis. But unlike marijuana, CBD does not contain any THC, the psychoactive part of the plant, so it doesn't get you high. Over the last few years, CBD has started popping up in everything from gummies to face cream to toothpaste. There are even CBD treats for your pet. So what does it do? Research has been limited, but proponents say CBD has all the benefits of medical marijuana without the intoxicating effects helping with insomnia, pain management, and anxiety. There's a revolution, a, a whole movement happening now with plant-based wellness, which is our primary interest, celebrating the power of all plants, which have not been properly represented. And the question everyone asks is, is it legal? Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's medical correspondent, the chief one, and as reported on the latest research behind CBD, so you know what, for basic comp for everybody, I'd like to take your thoughts on what it really is so people can get this into their heads. Well, you think about the cannabis plant, marijuana, it's called cannabis. Um, it really has lots of different ingredients, but two primary ones. One is THC, that's the stuff that's the recreational drug, it's what gets people high, gives them that euphoria. And there's CBD, which is cannabidiol. It's, it's uh, something that doesn't cause a psychoactive component. It's believed to be a medicine. It's been used as a medicine in decades past, and it's getting this resurgence, as you just heard. Oh. Don't tell me you have another ad. That's it? Did it die? Well, there you go. <laughs> there's a resurgence. Wow, that was interesting. Anyway, there's a whole, there's there's a lot more. I'm not so sure why that cut out so fast. Um but there was a lot more. They they went on to talk about the benefits, and, and then they did show uh, the products. Uh, well, some of the products. There are, geez, thousands of products now. You can get them online. What I'm hearing about the ones people are finding in smoke shops, that they're not that good. Um, they're giving people headaches, and they don't taste very good, and um, they're just not working. Is what I'm hearing. You get a lot of people come in and go, oh, I got this at a smoke shop. <laughs> We're like, oh, no. <laughs> wah, wah. Um, so, and the dispensaries won't let you in to get them there. They do have, they sell CBD products, but they can't sell anything in their lobbies. Their lobbies are just for filling out paperwork and waiting. So you have to go in, and in order to go in, you have to be a patient. So you can't even get... That's why people get all upset. They go to these, you know, they, they see these big pot leaves and they go to the dispensaries and they walk in and they're like, yeah, I want CBD. And they're like, check it out. <laughs> but thankfully, they send them over to Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. Um, we have a new website in the making, which we are super excited about. So we're very sorry that this website is 
kind of stagnant right now, so there's no new news on there and no events listed. Um, and but we have an exciting new website coming, so it's going to be fresh and modern and fun. So and easy and simple. Seriously, it's going to, it's going to be super simple to read. Like you know, this one's really great now because the letters are all really big. Because um, I didn't know what I was doing when I was making it. So um, yep, that's what happened there. Um, all right. So here's a little interesting article. Oh, and if you know, if you go on Facebook, we do have a Facebook page, uh, a Tumbleweed Health Center Facebook page. It's um, Facebook slash T-H-C-A-Z for Tumbleweed Health Center, Arizona. And I do, I share a lot of stuff on my, I think on just my regular page a lot. Um, and I hope it goes to that page too because I share mostly about, I just share all about the Canada stories going on. Uh, there, oh, see, and then when I go to my page and I can't find where the heck the stories are that I've shared most recently, so <laughs> I was going to talk about the fact that uh, hemp, uh, uh, the, the, our administration now is allowing cannabis from Canada to be shipped over for medical study. What the hell? Sorry, I'm just going to say it, but how stupid are you? You already grow it at the University of Mississippi. I mean, Jesus. Mary, Jesus and Mary Jane. What's wrong with you guys? There are four, I think, or five other universities sending um, permission to grow cannabis for our government, so why are we sending, sending out for this? Why are we going to pay all that money and lose jobs and, and not study our own our own cannabis, you know that the cannabis patients here, one of the ones just passed away recently, um, one of the ones that lives in Iowa, please. Um, but our own cannabis patients, our government doesn't study them. Like, they send them cannabis every month. They get 300 joints every 25 days, which is really awesome, but then they don't study the effects and get notes from their doctors or follow up on any progress or the fact that you know, they're still alive with tumors and glaucoma, and they, they've they got all the information they could possibly want right in their hands, and they don't study it. So, well, they're probably studying underneath everything. So let's just go to the homepage and see where I may have shared that story. Uh, and anyway, um, what, okay, Doug Fine says what hemp is hemp. Uh, Doug Fine, hemp activist and author of Hemp Bound, explains how legalizing the plant could drastically change our nation. So here's a little from our friend Doug Fine. Flowers. The most notorious part of the cannabis plant and the reason for its Schedule One status, the hemp flowers use, is legal for some purpose in 29 states and the District of Columbia. Even though industrial hemp can easily be produced with almost no THC content, the flowers of cannabis can still be extremely useful. And according to Fine, it's the ongoing legalization process that's helping to curb rates of youth cannabis use. If hemp is legalized across the board, the immediate effect would be a significant decrease in violence in Mexico, followed by a huge multi-billion dollar boom to the tax base, and finally we would see youth rates go down, says Fine. Every study I've come across shows adult rates to be about the same, but youth rates are going down as cannabis is legalized. There you go. Long fibers. To find, 
One of the most exciting futuristic applications of the hemp plant is the possibility of creating superior modes of energy storage from the long, durable fibers that make up the stock of the cannabis plant. I was at a hemp harvest in Colorado recently, and I asked the farmer, what are you going to do with the fiber? And I fully expected him to say something along the lines of, give us a break. This is the first year. It's been legal. We're going for seeds because that's where the money is. It would have been a perfectly acceptable answer. Instead, he said one word, super capacitor. I was blown away. According to Fine, hemp fibers hold the key to a more efficient battery. Using molecular thick sheets of hemp fiber called graphene, we may be able to create better batteries. On my farm here in New Mexico, red acid batteries are the sustainability black hole, says Fine. They're not efficient and they're not clean. If we can move to biomaterials for the next generation of our batteries, I have to say as a father, that looks great for our future. Woohoo! That's pretty awesome. I had no idea. Who knew? Seeds. In addition to being the most profitable part of the cannabis plant for farmers, cannabis seeds rival flax and soy for nutritional value. I just put hemp seed oil in my shake this morning, says Fine. It's a superfood, good for the whole family, and has a perfect balance of omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids. Because of the value of the crops for Canadian hemp farmers today, which is about five times what corn, soy, and wheat farmers are making, we have legalization to, uh, to allow full cultivation of hemp, says Fine. In the big prairie provinces in Canada, farmers are declaring to the Canadian government that they're profiting from hemp to the tune of about $300 an acre. Wow. That's fantastic. You see? Government. Trump. Are you tweeting about this yet? Roots. And for a friend out there, I'm just going to say roots. In addition to being an excellent aerator of soil, the hemp plant roots can be made into a myriad product. A 2008 study conducted for the University of Idaho admitted that the root was the least studied part of the cannabis plant, but noted that historically it has been dried and ground by many cultures to make a healing unguent for pain and burns. Hemp roots could also be used to create plastics, building materials, textiles, and upholstery, paper, and even automotive materials, diminishing our need for costly imports and wasteful materials. When I was researching the Northern California outdoor cannabis economy, I was researching a program where the sheriff begged uh, to the county to allow regulation. It was really interesting to watch an immediate crime decrease and all the police involved in the program extolled its benefits. And there's so, you know, and we we were reading last week about um, the difference between industrial hemp, which is uh, what he's talking about, well, along with the flowers, too, though. I mean, hemp, hemp, if you let it grow to fruition, I mean, if you let it complete its cycle, you're going to get some beautiful flowers. But what we were saying last week was the industrial hemp doesn't let it grow to the end of its life cycle. They, they want the fiber. So that's interesting. Uh, Doug Fine, where are you? Wherever you are, we want you back on our show ASAP. So get over here and get on here and talk to us because we've got some serious questions about um, the CBD. What what is CBD? Where it's coming from? Because there are a lot of products out there that say a lot of different things. And one one thing Dr. Oz said that we didn't get to hear, and we'll find the full show for uh, for next week. Um, 
But one thing he said, or Sanjay Gupta said, was if you are, if it says hemp oil, you're not getting CBD. If it, if it says hemp oil, you're not getting it. Um, that's a whole different, that's a whole different ballgame. They talked about the phytocannabinoid-rich um, PCR, mm-hmm. what they call it, and <clears throat> what they call the other one? Just CBD hemp. I mean, it's basically it's your hemp plant grown, <clears throat> your cannabis plant grown without, or so you know without it's 0.3% THC or less, and that's what your cannabis plants are. They're they're just growing the heck out of CBD, and they're breeding the heck out of the THC. So you can actually buy, I believe, you can buy CBD seeds that have so little THC, they could be used for, um, you know, the hemp CBD purposes that everybody's using it for, for everything. So uh, if you get out there, you can find out, um, you can check that out too. It's, it was a really interesting show. Uh, I The only thing I didn't, I didn't uh, agree with was what he said about two milligrams not making a difference. So uh, it does make a difference. Two milligrams, you you just really don't need to start with that much. A little does go a long way. So you can check that out. And uh, to our administration, I say keep it here. We have enough weed to go around. All right, where are we at on time? we got 15 minutes. Okay. Here's a little history of the Ganja Goddesses, which is interesting. And this was another um, centennial spotlight. We've got to find them. And um, we always say that every week. We've got to find them and <laughs> get their magazines in our shop because they're really great. They are a little pricey. <clears throat> they're $13 to buy. Um, and that's kind of a lot. Yeah, but it is history in the making. So we've got, we've got stacks and stacks mm-hmm. of stuff. <laughs> Someone's sitting over there. Yeah. Serious Museum. Okay. Women, and this one was uh, Women and Weed. It was a giant pink one uh, with a giant pot leaf on the front. So you really couldn't miss that one. It's really pretty. Women have used cannabis for over 5,000 years from uh, everything from health to wellness, beauty, and good living. And I'm just going to say menstrual cramp part. Very, 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 very helpful. The criminal side of cannabis is new to history as the plant has long been a part of medicinal and spiritual practices. That's true. That's a pretty cool way of saying it because it's been less than 100, been about 100 years or so since it's been criminalized, maybe, there about, about there. Was it 19, but who was the first little hillbilly in his little, you know, overall that was jailed, 1903 or 1906 or something? Yeah, we got to know this. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Poor guy. Should have seen him. It was like Grandpappy. Grandpappy Jimmy. Oh, and she's smoking his little pipe in the back, and they came and took him away. <laughs> so wrong. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> believed to have evolved in Central Asia, cultivation can be traced back at least 12,000 years, and the earliest evidence comes from the Neolithic culture in China. Throughout the ensuing years, women have played an important role in defining cannabis' use and benefits, finding a place for every part of the plant, from seeds, foods, and oils, roots used for medicine, and stems used for textile, ropes, paper, etc., to leaves and flowers for the intoxication and uh, medicinal purposes. And yes, folks, it is okay to be intoxicated. 
It's okay. You guys like your martinis at the end of your day, your glass of wine, a couple beers, have a joint. It's good for you. This timeline shows how marijuana and matriarchs have shared have a shared reputation for healing and how marijuana fell from favor, racism, bad press with a prohibition PR machine. Uh, writers and artists, politicians and pundits, philosophers and spiritual healers have all weighed in, but some of the best stories are also the most defiant. Take, for instance, Greek dancing sensation Lily Bird, who performed her erotic number, The Marijuana, and you can see a picture of her toking uh, out in her little 1954, um, <laughs> it looks like... I don't know what it is. Little outfit, cute. Um, <clears throat> she's smoking it and getting all sexy up there. Some little uh, fishnet stockings. Um, she performed the marijuana as an act so controversial that it was banned on British and American television. All right, um, go away for right now. Sorry about that. How do I? I wonder. See, this is Facebook, so I'm just gonna shut Facebook off for right now because I don't know how to turn notifications off. People are chiming in. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? Where do I get CBD? <laughs> on air. Call in. All right. Take for it. Okay. Bird would also take drags from a rolled smoke as she started her routine, slowly acting out the effects of marijuana as she danced under the influence, making the forbidden sweet like candy. Lily would go on to perform her forbidden dance in small nightclubs to big stages around the world. For years, the Australian Women's Weekly reported in uh, August 1958, even though there was a great backlash, enthralled crowds would still always pack theaters for a glimpse of the marijuana, the forbidden dance. That's awesome. All right. So here it is. This is really cool. I wish I knew how to just take a picture and post it, because I could have done it on Facebook. People are just all over the place these days. I have no idea where my phone is. <laughs> okay. Here we go. In the third millennium B.C., that's right, goddesses and plants were exalted for healing powers. The Sumerian goddess Ishtar was associated with cannabis. People burned cannabosum, cannabis, incense in her honor. Wow. Oh, okay. And there's a statue. Of right her right there. All right. Um, let's see. 3100 BC. In ancient Egypt, cannabis was ground and mixed with honey to induce contra- uh, contractions and ease childbirth. Holy heck. That must have been some strong marijuana to ease that childbirth. <laughs> All right. 2000. Mayan and Aztec women took baths and medicinal herbs, including cannabis, for menstrual relief. Amen. Golf clap for that. All the churches out there are saying amen. Can I get an amen? In ancient China, 600 B.C., Taoism valued it. The Chinese even had a caretaker goddess for the herb, Magu, and she primarily used it as a healing plant. There you go. Now cannabis. Where all right. Um, all right, another one. Premenstrual women used cannabis topicals and anti inflammatory to reduce breast swelling in eleventh century Europe. One thousand one. Uh, well here we go back to six oh one eighty in seventh century India, cannabis was mixed with milk, water, and spices to create a potion that enhanced sex. And also it's called Bong, B H A N G. And if you didn't drink that <laughs> You are banned to hell, but even worse, if you condemn anyone that drank that, you're banned to double hell. That's right. You're going 
way down. That's right. Double health. Gosh, that's harsh. <laughs> Ooh, you smoke weed, then you're gone. <laughs> All right. 1101 in the 12th century, Hildegard of Bingen, a German composer, philosopher, and Christian mystic, grew hemp in her garden and wrote on herbal medicine from her work, Physica, quote, whoever has an empty brain and head pains may eat it and the head pains will be produced. Whoever has an empty brain and head pains may eat it and the head pains may be reduced. So I guess if you have a headache, pretty much means you do have an empty brain. She can't think. <laughs> That's pretty good. What do you have? Empty head. No, headache. Empty brain. Headache. What? <laughs> All right. We skip up to the 1800s. Um, let's see. Here we go. Harriet Martineau was a socialist. She wrote of her desert travels, quote, Ale provided the greatest possible refreshment except the chibuk, a pipe. She also wrote of how Arab women would blow smoke at Jewish women on the Sabbath because they were forbidden to smoke on that day. <laughs> so I guess their besties would blow smoke at each other. I can't smoke today. Can you smoke on me? <laughs> there you go. Uh, 1900s writer Isaac Dennison experimented with a hashish opium and Mira, a mild hallucinogenic African herb. Okay, well, that's quite a combo. Uh, Denison refers to it in her story, The Dreamers, mm -hmm, by its other name, Murungu, an herb whose dried leaves keep you awake and in pleasant mood. Well, dang, with all that in it, hashish, opium, and cannabis, and Mira, a hallucinogenic African herb. I want some Murungu right now in my cup of tea, Marungu me up, baby. Don't Marungu and drive. <laughs> Just say Marungu. Okay. Billie Holiday uh, makes the connection between smoking marijuana in the 1930s and her recording her hits, He Ain't Got No Rhythm, This Year's Kisses, Why I Was Born, and I Must Have That Man. Go Billie Holiday. Uh, here we go. Maya Angelou's first accounts of using cannabis in the 1940s is positive but taboo at the date of publication in 1974 of her autobiography, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, Smoking Grass, Ease the Strain for Me. See, even Maya Angelou smoked the weed. And look how awesome. Yeah, she did the marijuana. All right. American anthropologist Margaret Mead was branded a dope fiend because of her testimony in front of the Senate uh, that marijuana was safe. I dig it. I dig the chicks digging the cannabis. That's awesome. This is old school. Here we go. <laughs> More history of women. Oh, boy. Sarah Palin. <laughs> All right. 1972. Here it is. Here he is. The 1972 Commission on Marijuana Drug Abuse released the report Marijuana with an H, a signal of misunderstanding. President Nixon was not happy with the report and ordered it scrapped. When it wasn't, he started the war on drugs. Yeah. 1972, 1980, President Reagan and wifey Nancy continued the war, but activists like Mary Jane Rathbun worked to ease suffering of AIDS patients with marijuana brownies. She just passed away recently. 
2001, Canada authorized the federal medical marijuana program inspiring medical and adult use activists today. In 1996, California opened their first medical marijuana dispensary. Just throw it in there. I'm sure it was women owned somewhere. Um, uh, 2006, Fulia Nijak of India dies at what is believed to be age 125. She attributed her long life to her ganja cigar. I was just thinking of that myself, taking some of my organic cigars, because I tried an organic cigar. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Man, no, it's all smooth. You can taste the tobacco and there's no chemicals. I didn't care for it. <laughs> but they do make blunts that way. They take the tobacco out and they put your wacky weed in there and then you're good to go. Sarah Palin told Fox News that marijuana is a minimal problem. Not unlike, you know, her shooting wolves from the sky. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, 2017, New Frontier Dated teams up with Women Grow to survey 1,700 people in the weed industry. They found that 57% of workers claim they work for companies where 50% or more of the ownership is female and 30% say women held full ownership. So yeah, women in the weed industry. Well, of course. But like women in the weed industry. Fantastic. All right, there you have it. There's a little breakdown. Um, <clears throat> Oh, here's the by the numbers. I love these. These is my these are my fun things. I like these little quick facts. We got a couple minutes, but we do want to give a shout out again to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 482060 East Boulevard. Come down, get certified, get your CBD products. We have a ton of really great things. We've got some CBD bears, CBD vaporizers. We've got some wonderful Charlotte's Web lotions, some really strong stuff. Uh, we've got some capsules that are really great. Uh, really great new tinctures, stuff for dogs and cats, for all your little pets, uh, patches, you name it. It's pretty much down there. And then you can get uh, vaporizers to use for your cannabis if you want to be doing some vaporizing these days. Here's a little quick by the numbers. Um, <clears throat> more than 1,500 women across North America were surveyed to learn what interests them most about Cannabis, 60% said skin care. They want to know about the benefits of cannabis for skin care. Uh, jobs, 32% aspire to be involved in the cannabis industry. Uh, sex, 23% want to know how cannabis can enhance their sex life. Uh, dining, 65% want to attend an infused dinner, women under 35 and retail, 68% want an improved cannabis retail experience uh, in rec legal states. Okay, well, you come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center. You find the coolest handmade glass that's local, functional, beautiful. We have some stuff that people buy. We have some pieces of uh, just different pipes and things that people buy for art. They just display it because we have manatees. We've got crocodiles. We've got a pug you can smoke out of. Uh, we even have a trunk pipe. <laughs> uh, yep, we do. There's a trunk pipe. They sell. <laughs> We've got uh, butterflies and owls. And uh, for those oceanic enthusiasts, we've got little uh, octopus grabbing sharks and turtles and frogs. And it's all sorts of great stuff down there. So come on down to Tumbleweed Cell Center. Check it out. And thank you so much for tuning in to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody.
Hopefully next week, Cannabis Kale will be back. We will have an interview soon with a really good organic soil company. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll have more by the numbers next week. And <clears throat> just reporting in and let you know what's going on weed in your world. So keep us posted. THCTucson at gmail.com if you want to email us any information or any fun facts or any cool stories. Give us a call. Oh, here's all the fun stuff. <laughs> Give us a call at 520-838-4430. Or come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We're there to help you get certified, help you get your CBD products, and get any information you might need about the weed. Have a wonderful week. October 3rd. Get all your ghost stuff out. I'm not even going to pull out the little jingles yet because we know Christmas is coming. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. You're awesome.